0: Painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents ArtBeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on Artbeat, we're talking with Paul LaDuke, a local artist who finds his inspiration through the Minnesota wildlife. I learned all about what his creative process looks like, how his style has evolved over time, and who helps to inspire him most. I'm Briley Harris. Stick around as we hear more about wildlife art from Paul LaDuke on today's Artbeat. I'm talking today with Paul LaDuke, a local artist who shared some of his visual art that examined the wildlife in southeast Minnesota. Um, what would you say inspired you to focus on wildlife?
1: Oh, I've always had a, just kind of an in, innate interest in wildlife. I actually, uh, in my younger years, I envisioned myself being a wildlife biologist. Um, I guess I I knew some guys in the Army that really awakened me to um, wildlife. Before that, I always liked to hunt and fish, but I never thought of it as a career. But, um, knowing some actual biologists, um, I was just absolutely inspired, awestruck by what they were doing, so that's what I wanted to do. And I did for quite a few years, um, uh, as actual, did studies as a a biologist. But, um, after, um, I guess after we moved down to uh, this part of the state, uh, we decided we needed to have a job and make a living, and it wasn't, it just wasn't in the cards to be a biologist. So I, I became a different kind of biologist. I worked at the Mayo Clinic as a research scientist.
0: Okay. Um, so then what does your creative process look like when you focus on something specific like wildlife? Would you say it talks, takes a lot of like planning and research, or do you use photos as reference?
1: Does it take a lot of research? Yes, Uh, I spend a lot of time reading. Um, I can't can't be out in the field watching these animals all the time. So I have to do it kind of vicariously and I let other people do it for me. So I read a lot of books, a lot of scientific papers, a lot of studies that have been released. Um, Wherever I can get information, I I find it fascinating about these animals.
0: Um, what else do you, would you say inspires your work?
1: Um, I love to draw. I love to paint. Um, I always have done that. And um, I just have an affinity for drawing wildlife. And uh, I like to do landscapes, but I want to put something in them. So I, I use animals.
0: Um, If you had to choose one person, place, or thing that has been the most influential for your art, what would you say that is? One
1: one influence okay. that's been the most influential? Yeah. My wife.
0: Yeah?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I've painted for many, many years, um, but um, I was really inspired by Rita because Rita used to tell me yeah. that she can't paint, she can't draw, she can't do anything. And I said, you know well, try it. And she started painting rocks, and she started painting uh, other things that, uh, uh, little little pieces and stuff. And I thought, you know, that's pretty good. And then she wanted to enter an art show in Lanesboro. And uh, I told her, no, that's for artists, Rita. And she said, I'm gonna do it anyway. So she did it. And lo and behold, the first night that she, Uh, Had paintings up there two out of the three that she had sold and I thought wow That's pretty cool, (laughs) you know, so maybe I can do something like that I had never thought about really doing art as uh, As an artist I just like to paint and I always considered myself kind of a semi-artist, but um, with Rita's uh, We did a lot of reading together a lot of listening to NPR programs, a lot of uh, talking to other artists, and um, that's where a lot of our knowledge has come from.
0: So since you said that you didn't know you always wanted to be an artist, would you say that like your art has changed over time or remained relatively the same since you started?
1: Um, it's changed only in that I become more skilled with colors and with uh, Mixing and blending, and the, I guess it's changed with the technical aspects of it that I've learned. Um, those are things that I didn't know about when I was 21 years old. I just picked up a brush and started painting, you know. And I thought, oh, this is okay. I could stand in front of an easel and look like an artist. That must be being an artist.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, what do you love most then about sharing your artwork?
1: Talking. <laughs> just talking to people. Yeah. yeah. I, like I like to. I like to. Would people just? Uh, I like to have it's. It's kind of a spiritual thing, because it's a, a communion of spirits. When you when you share what you're doing with other with other people, uh, I think it it brightens up their lives. It aliv- things. It makes life better for them too. It does for me. I know it's. It works both ways.
0: Um. Then do you? I know you mentioned earlier that you like drawing and painting and all the other mediums. Would you say that you have a specific favorite, like painting? Because a lot of your works were painting, or do you just kind of do a little bit of everything?
1: Um, you mean the other type of art? Yeah. Um, well, every painting has to be drawn, so I have to draw it many times in order to get the composition right, and then uh, and then I start painting it. Um, but as far as Other types of art, uh, sculptor or metalwork, or writing, you know, I'm not drawn to that kind of stuff at all. Yeah, Yeah.
0: okay. Um, What do you think is the best piece of advice that you've been given in relation to what you do?
1: To what I do? Everybody is a little different. So what I tell young people, old people, everybody, I say, everybody is born with some kind of a passion. Everybody is. (laughs) Follow the passion, follow whatever it is, follow that passion. You discover what would. I, what do your daydream about? What do you think about? What would you like to be? How would you like to do it? Um, then follow the dream. And when you do that, life is wonderful. It's absolutely fantastic. You don't have to make a lot of money. You can be perfectly happy because you're doing what you came here to earth to do.
0: So then where can people go to view or learn more about your art? Um, We
1: don't, we're not technically very expertise, so (laughs) um, you can't go online. You can go online. Go to the Semva Art Gallery, S-E-M-V-A, Southeast Minnesota Visual Artists in Rochester. They have a website. um, It's just called semva.com, and you can find our names listed there, and you can see some of our original artwork, that hasn't been changed for years now, I'm sorry to say. Um, Otherwise, uh, we have things hanging in the gallery. Um, You can go to the Minneapolis farmer's market because that's our other occupation is growing fruits and vegetables and flowers. And um, we sell a lot of art cards at the farmer's market and those art cards all have uh, photographs of our painting. Yeah, right. So
0: I think those are all the questions that I have, but I want to thank the public, the Winona Public Library for sponsoring this event, but I also want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me um, and showing all of your artwork tonight.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for interviewing me. I enjoy talking. (laughs) Yes.
0: Thanks again to Paula Duke for joining us today on Artbeat. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Briley Harris, and we've just heard about wildlife art and painting from Paula Duke on Artbeat beat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.